Hey, what's up? And welcome to another episode of Finance One. Hey Siri, drop a beat. Hey Siri, play me some intro music. Sorry, I couldn't find intro in your music. Well, since Siri ain't gonna get it, I guess we won't have it for today. Sorry about that, but uh. I was looking online, couldn't find any good intro music. It happens. Um, maybe I'm just gonna have to uh, spend a day in the studio, uh, see what's going on. That's for another time. Today we're talking about one of my favorite things in the world, which is <laughs> I say that about every every single thing I talk about on this podcast, and every time it's true. So. My favorite thing, which is opportunity cost. Now, for those of you who don't know what opportunity cost is, um, I'm, I really don't know if I really don't know if people that weren't in in business classes in you know college or high school know the term opportunity cost. I really don't know that because you know when you're so submersed in that culture it's 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 such a common phrase and you know you learn it you know first day of of econ 101 so first of all what is opportunity cost opportunity cost um in brent's dictionary uh, is the it's the thing you you give up for doing something else basically that's uh, that's the most basic definition. It's it's what you're giving up for what you're doing. So right now I'm doing a podcast. I'm gonna spend you know however much time this takes on the podcast. It's already been two minutes and ten seconds. So the opportunity cost of doing this podcast for the two minutes and twenty seconds it's been now is literally anything else I could be doing. I could I could have been reading for two minutes and 25 seconds. I could have been sleeping. I could have been relaxing. I could have been watching TV. I could have been walking, riding a bike, taking a cruise in the car. There's so many things that I could be doing instead of doing this. But the reason I'm doing this, I'm, 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 you know, consciously decided to voluntarily do this podcast because I see more value in doing this podcast than anything else I could be doing right now. Because if I didn't see more value in doing this podcast over everything else I could be doing, that I wouldn't be doing this right now. I'd be doing something else with my time, with my energy, with my I'm not spending money on this, but with my, with my, my brain power. So, and that, you know, a lot of people, even if you don't know the term opportunity cost, everyone, everyone goes, every, every single decision that you make has an opportunity cost. And I actually uh, made this a little a little saying uh, when I was thinking about this podcast, opportunity cost is opportunity lost. I don't know if that's ever been said before. We have to copyright that uh, right after I get off of here before I publish this 
but opportunity cost is opportunity lost. There's, there's a bunch of opportunities that I'm losing out on right now by spending my time here doing this podcast. But the podcast, uh, for in, in my perception, I guess, is, is worth more to me than the, uh, the opportunities that I'm losing out on. So opportunity cost is opportunity lost. I like that. I've never heard. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard uh, anyone say that, but I think it. I think it's pretty pretty true to, to what opportunity cost really is. Now, for some more real world examples, I really want to do this podcast because a lot of people are making or make decisions that they don't fully think out. You know, for example, if you're if you're gonna buy a car, you need a car to get around. Now there are a few different options that you could take. The first one is you could uh, you could get a an Uber for everywhere you ride to. The second option is you could get a, a cheap used car, and the third is you could get a new car, or you know you could ride public transportation in that, but. If you get a new car, if you get a brand new car, and it's you know twenty thousand bucks, it's four hundred bucks a month. Now that might be a really nice car, and you might really like that car, but what is the opportunity cost of buying that car? What are you giving up? What are what what are those four hundred dollars that you're spending on the car? Where else could that money be going? You know, maybe, I mean, you still need a car, so it's, you're not, you know, you might be maybe 250 bucks a month that you, that you could be saving if you were to, to buy a cheaper car, but where could that money be going? You know, if you don't buy the, the 20,000, if, if you get the $20,000 car, 400 bucks a month, and you could have got a $4,000 car for, you know, you just paid it up front and, you know, saved, <laughs> saved some money for it for a, for a few months. You know, that, that 400 bucks a month that you're spending on a car payment, that could be doing so much more for you. And it, I mean, first of all, it depends on what you value. If you value the car and the 400 bucks a month is worth, is worth it to you, and there, there isn't a greater opportunity that you could be taking advantage of with that 400 bucks a month. Well, then you made the right decision. You know, if you're, if you're set, if you're fine, if, if you have your retirement, uh, you know, mapped out and you're ready for that and whatnot, then, then go ahead. Yeah. I don't care what you spend your money on, but just realize that if you're spending 400 bucks a month on a car, you know, that's, Four hundred bucks a month—that's that's you know Chipotle meal every day with guac and chips, you know, every single day. And you know, people people don't realize, you know, at least for me, I'd rather I'd rather have Chipotle every Chipotle every day, you know, every day of the year, than than a nice car. You know, I'd I'd rather be driving a a Yugo than than you know, and having Chipotle every day, then, 
than having a nice car, but it's, I mean, it's up to you. It's up to what you value in your own mind, but just realize that 400 bucks a month is a huge, there's a huge opportunity cost. There's tons of stuff you could be doing with that money. You could save that money for a year, have 4,000 bucks, start an e-com business and you know, be a millionaire if you if you play your cards right. There's so many things you could do with that 400 bucks that is just being wasted on a depreciating asset. It's barely even an asset. You know, a car. It, <laughs> I don't even know if I'd call it call it an asset. I guess it is because because yeah, there is resale value, but it's depreciating. It's not appreciating. Every every second you drive it, it's going down in value. And next is uh, the, I want to talk about this, the opportunity cost of higher education. So higher education, college, four-year degree, uh, when, you're, when you're doing that, you're getting a bunch of debt, you know, probably around, you know, if you go to a public school, like, I, I really don't know, I around 50,000 I think at least uh of of loans that you have to pay off you know student loans if you're if your parents aren't paying for mo- most of it or if you don't have scholarships or whatnot but you know you probably come out with $50,000 in loans you just spent four really really important years of your life on that education you spent all of that energy all of that time, all of that money on the education. So what what is the opportunity cost of a of a college education? Well, if you didn't have a college education, you wouldn't have fifty thousand in debt. Instead, instead of having fifty thousand in debt, you'd probably have fifty thousand in the bank. At least, you know, four years you know, just work in a, a regular job living at your parents' house, you you at least have fifty thousand in the bank, I'd think, after four years. So that's a hundred thousand dollar swing right there. What else? What's that what else is an opportunity cost? Well the four years of your time, the four very valuable years of your time that you could have spent been spending doing something else. Hours and hours of, of stress and homework and and school and classes all of those hours could have been spent doing something else and you know it depends what you did with that time you know there's there's more productive things that you could have been spending on it on other than school and there's least productive things least valuable things least opportunistic things now, what else <laughs> other than you know, you spend a bunch of money, spend a bunch of time, resources, uh, energy. You know, what else could you have been doing with that time? You could have been, you could have been, you know, just reading your own books at home. You know, the like on the a college education. There is nothing you can't learn online. the The most valuable thing of getting an actual college education at a university is the networking that that takes place and if you're not networking if you're not getting to know your fellow classmates and teachers and faculty 
You're, you're just wasting your time. You, you just watch some YouTube videos. Just listen to some podcasts. Listen, read some books. And, and you know, you know, five times more that the, the college graduate had. You know, the, <laughs> the person going to college has to go to college, work, do homework, all this stuff. Get debt. Whereas if you don't go to college, you could spend less time working because you're not spent. You don't have to spend you know, a ton of money on on schooling. You could spend you know less time work and more time learning. More time taking advantage of different opportunities that come your way. I'm not saying college is bad for for everything. Some some things, some <laughs> things need a college education. And I think that will uh, eventually wane off. I think wane's the right word. It'll, it'll eventually uh, disappear. You know, colleges, colleges uh, on the downtrend, in my opinion. I'm not talking talking trash about college. I went to college. I need. Uh, uh, I I didn't need it for my <laughs> my career actually. Uh, and, but a lot of people do, I'll say that. <laughs> a lot of people do, if you want to be an attorney or, or something like that, right now at least, you need college, unfortunately. But in the future, in the near future, uh, colleges are going to be a thing of the past, especially with the internet. You, there's nothing you can't learn that's not on the internet. So the opportunity cost, <laughs> again, the opportunity cost of going to college for four years is huge is thousands of hours of your time thousands of dollars thousands of brain cells that you could have been using uh thinking about something else you know there's just so much you could be doing but i'm not hating on college don't uh don't take it that way i don't i don't want to i don't want to get that across but i just want people to realize that hey college isn't the only only way to go you know just think about the opportunity cost of college what else could be you be doing with your time you could be starting an online business you could be you know selling stuff on amazon you could be making your own private label brand and and you know be and be making thousands of dollars when your friends are graduating college and you don't have any debt either <laughs> and you're you know you'd, you'd even have to spend all that time and money in college so so you're you're way ahead but it's just realizing you know what what do you value if you value college a lot if you value that kind of institution and way of way that they do things and then, then go for it do it but if you don't value that if you value other things more if you value uh, your own independence, your own uh, self dictation. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that uh, that makes sense. Self, self, you know, paving your own way. I guess is what I'm trying to say. If you value those things, then there's other things you could be doing. You know, everything has an opportunity cost. Everything has an opportunity cost, and it's just if you're willing to look at it. And you're willing to to think about it. You know, another opportunity cost of going to college is is going to going to all the you know 
doing whatever you want i guess going to all the all the the raves all the the festivals all those things you know that there's so many things you'd be doing with that time and money you could be you could be you know interning for for free for for uh, you know the biggest businesses in the world if you if you could do that because you don't have debt you don't have uh, things you got to pay for because you didn't go to college you know there's so many uh, opportunity costs of these big time consuming money consuming adventures that you go through the the more time and money that something consumes uh, the bigger opportunity cost that there is for you to to consider so i think that's it i i went uh, i went too long about about uh, the whole college thing i'm not i'm not the hugest fan of of colleges the way they are now just because there's you know information is decentralized now you know just like just like the cryptocurrencies no longer is information and power centralized the, the reason that colleges have such a high um, high authority is because that's where the information used to be that was the only place for you to go to get your knowledge because the knowledge was centralized. That's where the professors were, the doctors, you know, the, the smart people were. That's where the books were. That's where the research was done and where the research books were. That's where you got your knowledge. It was, it was all centralized in this one place. And if you didn't go there, you couldn't acquire that knowledge or not nearly as easily. But now with the internet, is is decentralization all of that information you know stanford and uh, ivy league schools are putting are putting their lectures putting videos of their lectures on on the internet they're doing they're doing courses on on online and you could you could watch for free <laughs> you know you instead of having to go and pay hundred thousand dollars a year you could sit at home watch it for free because of the decentralization of information the same you know same with money the same you know uh, banks used to have to uh, banks used to have all the power to to be the intermediary in all financial transactions it was centralized everything had to go through the banks in order to transfer you know money digital yeah digital money i guess that you have in the bank but now with cryptocurrency it's not the banks that are that are the intermediary uh, I, I don't say that word much but uh a little hard i guess it's not the banks it's there there it, it's not centralized anymore it's that's that power is spread out across the whole world basically just like information from colleges is spread out through the internet through the to the whole world and no longer do you have to have to rely on on a single source of information which is also you know means it's a single source of failure because now there's so much more information 
and opportunities to to take hold of so that's it <laughs> uh don't want to talk too much about uh, uh cryptocurrencies it's only at um bitcoin's only at uh i think 67 6800 right now probably uh i'm well i'm not going to say anything about that all i think is that uh it'll eventually go up <laughs> yeah the it's just, you know, people thought that the internet was a fad. People thought that the computer was a fad. People thought the smartphone, the cell phone was a fad. They thought the the typewriter, the uh, everything. People thought, people think everything's a fad, basically. Everything that's new, everything that changes things people think is a is a fad just because it's different just because we don't we haven't seen what it can do we haven't seen the fruit of of the new technology and it's sad because you know people are are scared of of these new things that have so much poten- so much potential you know the uh, pe- people that were scared of the internet missed out on the potential the internet had you know if you were an early adopter people that are scared of cryptocurrencies are going to miss out on uh, the gains you can make as an early adopter people that were scared of of cell phones missed out on you know the the communication they could have had with their their family. You know everything. People are scared of every everything new, everything that changes the way that things are. And it's a disservice. You know, <laughs> basically, uh, the thing that the way to look at things is, you look at it with an unbiased view, and you say, okay. Is this thing better than what we're doing now? Is is the internet better than what we're doing now? And if the answer is yes, <laughs> then then go for it. Learn more about it. You know, ad- adopt it. And the answer. As long as the answer is yes, you know, history, uh, people, the human race is going to put that thing in its rightful place. You know, the internet couldn't hide forever, I guess. Cryptocurrencies can't hide forever. If it's truly a better system, a better way of doing things, it will be put in its rightful place because humans will love efficiency. We love friction less uh, a frictionless mode of being we want things quicker faster better more efficient stronger um, safer more secure and if something has those adjectives it's gonna win there's no way around it you know with cryptocurrency it's it, it eliminates so many it, it makes things 
faster, cheaper, uh, more secure, all, all these different things. But yet people still think that the, the bank is, you know, we've, you know, <laughs> people say the, the bank's been here for, for 200 years. Uh, no, what does that mean? I, that's the most ridiculous argument. The bank, the bank's been, been the way it is for the past 200 years. You know, what makes, what do you, what makes you think things are going to change? I don't know. <laughs> we didn't have, you know, planes for, you know, thousands of years until, until they happened. So, you know, it's just, it's just a goofy way of, uh, of thinking, you know, if something makes life better and easier, it's going to win. And, and that's that. <laughs> So that's my rant about, that's my rant about crypto. You know, things like, things like the, I think I was trying to talk about this in another podcast. It was the Equifax. Things like the Equifax hack, when they hacked, you know, thousands of people's uh, information, you know, their, their, their credit card information. I don't know what they hacked. But the reason that that could happen is because of centralization, because all of the information, or at least most of it, was in one central place. So all they have to do is hack one central place and they get the information. But with cryptocurrencies, with decentralization, with blockchain, it's just impossible because the information is decentralized. It's on thousands of different servers, different uh, different uh i guess servers I don't, I don't know what else to call it uh <laughs> it's on different computers different bits different different code I, I don't even know but it's impossible to to hack you know to 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 hack that much information if it's decentralized because you'd have to hack every single decentralized uh, a source of information, you know, maybe you don't know, <laughs> maybe you don't know about, about decentralization and, and cryptocurrency and whatnot. If you don't, then, uh, you can go check out uh, whatever episode it was that me and a friend Zach did on, uh, on decentral on cryptocurrency. We did it about on Bitcoin mostly, but we talk a little bit about decentralization there too. You know, it's like, it's like thinking of a bank. You know, if you're going to go uh, think about robbing a bank, you walk in there and you know they have the cash because the bank is centrali centralized. All the cash is centralized in that one location in the bank. And, it, you know, it's not completely centralized. They have, you know, there's multiple banks. There's different um, safes, I'm sure. But a lot of the money is centralized right in that bank and they have a few you know they have a few different vaults but it's all in that one a lot of it's in that one building so if you could just get into the vaults you could get pretty much all the money but just imagine what if that you know if that if if people had their money at their house instead of the bank that's what decentralization looks like. Instead of the bank holding all the money, it's it's everyone acting as their own bank. 
everyone being as safe as the bank, but for themselves. That's what decentralization, that's what Bitcoin is. You're your own bank. No one could hack your money if it's if you store it properly, you know, in cold storage. No one could hack your money. You're your own bank. So in order for the robber to go get that money, he would have to go to every single person's house and break into their break into their safe by by finding their uh their their key, their private key for their their cryptocurrency wallets. That's what that's what cryptocurrency is in its most basic sense. You're your own bank. There's no there's no centralized place where all of our where we're all putting our money for someone to hold. You know, we're we're decentralizing it. Everyone is holding it themselves and it's just as safe as the bank if you do it right. <laughs> if you do it wrong, that uh that's a different story. <laughs> but that's it for today. Uh, I really just want to talk about opportunity cost, but you know what happens when uh when I start the podcast. So this is Brent, Brent Don. I'm a, I never I never say it in the beginning, which I should. I'm a financial planner for a financial service company called Wholesome Financial Partners out of Chicago. I uh, try to help, not try, but we help people save their money and invest for the future in simple, safe, and affordable ways. So if that or rings a bell with you, if that resonates with you, simple, safe, and affordable, uh, give me a call, give me a, give me an email, uh, get in contact with me somehow, <laughs> and and I'll help you with that if you'd like. Uh, and that's it for today. I, yeah, I told you I told you guys I was going to be making uh, daily podcasts, which I have not, unfortunately. But <laughs> I don't, I, I don't want to say it again. I don't want to I'm not going to commit to that again because I already lied to you. But you know, I, I, I realize that financial literacy, financial knowledge is something very important that that changes people's lives. It could change your life if you know, you know, one piece of information. If you, if you, you know, even this own pod, this pod, this episode right here, if you, if you were to really take into consideration opportunity cost, you know, another opportunity cost of, you know, spending 400 bucks on a car is putting 400 bucks a month in your retirement account for the next, you know, three years at that that you would have had to spend paying off that car. You know, you could you could literally retire years earlier than you thought you could or that you planned on if you were to put the 400 bucks in the retirement account versus putting the 400 bucks in the car pay, car payment. So which you know you have to think about which one's more valuable to you. Would you rather retire may you know say say 2 years earlier or would you rather have a really nice car, um, you know, for the, the 15 years that you have it. And some people would say they'd rather have the car and others would say they'd rather retire early. And there's nothing wrong with either one of those. You know, I'd rather retire early or at least have, 
you know, at least be financially independent earlier so that I can do what I want with my time and my money. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably still want to be helping people with their finances, but uh, but I'd rather have have financial independence than be be tied up to a car payment and not have financial independence uh, two years earlier. So with that being said, I'm out. This is Brent. I'm turning the podcast off. <laughs> no more talking. Peace out. I'll catch you later.